0: Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News, KFUO. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Good afternoon, Matt.
1: Hi Gary, great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on again.
0: Great to have you. And now we read Ecclesiastes three to Song of Songs three, and uh, I have a feeling that you may want to talk a little bit about where we're starting off this week. Ecclesiastes three there, and that is a old folk song too. I can't remember if it was Peter Paul and Mary or who did that song, but there was a song a time for everything, and that's where we start off our readings this week.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's kind of been picked up and. Secular music, too, and folk music, like you pointed out. And this is where it's from. It's from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I think there's a lot of things that come up in the scriptures that sometimes we forget. Oh, yeah, that came from the Bible. Uh, Maybe we don't realize it at all. Uh, And this is one of those examples. So the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, Solomon, again, likely writing this at the end of his life. He's looking back on his life. He has searched everything out for meaning like money and power and lust and he comes back with the conclusion that everything is, is vanity. We talked about that a little last week. You know, vanity, vanities, all is vanity. It's just a mist. It's something that disappears. And so he's looking for meaning throughout this book. And one of the things that he recognizes, like you said, Gary, is there's a time for everything. In chapter three, beautiful words, I think, poetic words. He writes, for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted, time to kill, and a time to heal, time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Think about our lives and how we've seen those different times in our lives. As, as I was reading that just now, I thought about a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Perhaps COVID has been one of those times where we even enfra- refrain from embracing. Uh, but it's a reminder to us uh, that With all the changes that take place in the world, um, those things are out of our hands. Those different times are out of our control. We're not the ones as human beings who determine those things. Uh, And that's in uh, contrast to God and God's eternity. Uh, He is the one who is control of the seasons. He's the one who controls those different times. and He's the one who's changeless even in the midst of all those different changes and different times that happen in our lives. So I think that's one bit of wisdom we gain from Ecclesiastes, is that God is changeless even in the midst of changing times.
0: Real quick, the song I'm thinking of is called Turn, Turn, Turn. I think one of the first groups to record it was the birds, uh, but also I believe Peter, Paul, and Mary and a couple other folk groups did that as well. But the lyrics of that song is, To everything turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, turn, turn. And a time of every purpose under the heavens. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to reap, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to laugh, and a time to reap. To everything, turn, 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 there is a season, turn, 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 and a time for every purpose under heaven, and it continues to go on.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, really taken right out of the book of Ecclesiastes. And now our listeners are probably singing along to it, too, Gary. They'll be stuck in their heads all day. (laughs) But it's a good one. Uh, and, you know, I, again, they've, they've edited the words a little bit, but still right out of Scripture. I remember there was uh, someone who uh, was in the congregation that, that I was serving, and they wanted this text for their funeral message uh, from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And uh, the text, the title of the sermon was A Time to Say Amen. I remember that still. Uh, and this idea that at some point in our lives, yeah, it's our, our lives here on this earth end uh, unless Christ returns first. And even that is God's good timing. Even the the end of our life is in his hands. And that should be a comfort to us. We don't have to worry about that. We don't have to know the time or the hour. God does. And he knows what's best. So thanks be to God for that. In chapter 3, the writer of Ecclesiastes really comes to a conclusion, I think, that's helpful in trying to find meaning in this life. So chapter 3, verses 12 and 13, it says, I perceive that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in his toil. This is God's gift to man. So this idea that in this life, to just take pleasure in our toil, take pleasure in where God has placed us. And we call it vocation. And our vocation, our calling, do it to the best of our ability and take pleasure in it. That's where God has placed us in this time and in this place. And knowing that, knowing that God has placed us there, that helps to give meaning to our work. That it's not just toil. That it's not just meaningless. But whoever we are, wherever we're at, the work that we do, whether it's a a paid job or whether we're retired, whatever calling God has given to us, whatever we do, find meaning in that and do it to the best of our ability with the gifts that God has blessed us with. So lots of great nuggets here, uh, Gary, and I could go on and on and on. I guess the, the one other one I want to mention is uh, in chapter four, where it talks about uh, two being better better than one, especially beginning with verse 9. It says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together to keep warm, they do so. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. A lot of truth to that too, uh, that God has created us for community. He hasn't created us to be alone. We think of Adam and Eve and how already it wasn't good for man to be alone. And we think about the importance of community in our churches and our families. Uh, it is good for us to have each other. And especially again, during this time of COVID, to, to remind ourselves of that. It is good to be together, to gather together. It is not good to be alone. Some people have used this as the text for their wedding service. They pick up on that idea of that cord of three strands is not easily broken. So it's kind of a neat picture. And maybe we can imagine that cord being the husband, the wife, the bride, and the groom. But then that third strand of the cord being Jesus, uh, Christ. So that importance of being connected to him, too, in our marriage and in our relationships. So kind of a neat picture there. Uh, but the main meaning there uh, in chapter four is community, the importance of community. So, yeah, as you go through the book of Ecclesiastes again and again, looking for meaning, and again and again, it's God who gives that meaning. Not us, and not just seeking after pleasure, and not just the gifts of God, but God who is the giver of those gifts. So, a a good good book of the Bible, I think. I think uh, one that we can learn from, one that helps to put life in perspective. Uh, Song of Solomon. I think we'll save that mostly for next week, Gary. But as our our listeners go through that book, and I hope they're listening and and reading along with us, uh, we have this picture here of a a man and a woman uh, as they go through courtship and marriage and the consummation of their marriage even. And as we read that, it, it is about a marital relationship, but it also has this deeper meaning of Christ and his bride, the church. So we'll unpack that a little more next week.
0: Okay. And what verses are we reading?
1: Let's uh, focus our attention on song of songs or song of Solomon chapter four through Isaiah chapter six. Okay.
0: Thank you. Uh, can you lead us in prayer as we wrap up?
1: Lord God, heavenly father, uh, we thank you that you do give meaning to our lives, that they aren't just meaningless and a chasing after the wind and just a mist but you give us meaning through the work that you give us to do, through the vocations you've called us to do. Help us to honor you and all that we do, Lord. And in the different changes and times of life, help us to always remember that you are the one who is changeless, who is with us always, even to the very end of the age. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks so much, Matt, for being on the program today.
1: Yeah, thank you, Gary.
0: We're the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org. We're on AM 850 here in the St. Louis region. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. And the talk programs and uh, the talk segments, including this one, available where you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO Radio.